Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fresh Faced Comics, the comic book cast, comic book podcast, uh, hosted by Joey Morgan. That's that's me. Uh, I am. I'll come up with an intro eventually. I don't fucking know. We will, um, we will work this out. We'll work this out. I am a comic book veteran, as I think I'm supposed to be known, um, and I'm here to uh, to uh, show my friend Jacob Licklider. Hello, um, I'm some... the fresh face part. He's yeah. He's the fresh face part. I, I'm the comics. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, should be fun though. Uh, so for those of us, those of you who listening who know us from Security Kitchen Productions, uh, welcome to the new channel. This is Blood Donut Studios. Um, all kinds of fun things over here, mostly for non-who content and uh, things that I don't think would inter- uh, interest the Security Kitchen audience. And for those of you finding us uh, totally new, welcome. Uh, I'm Joey. This is Jacob. We typically do Doctor Who fan audio projects over on Security Kitchen Productions. I'll leave that link in the description. But seeing as I don't think there's a lot of crossover in Batman and Doctor Who fans, I can't see me getting new uh, many new Security Kitchen <laughs> subscribers from this. But who knows? I mean, there might be some. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this this idea was born a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were on a Discord call, and uh, you had said to me that you wanted to get into more comics because, uh, for as a quick rundown for those watching, uh, you've only read three comics. I've, I've only I, I have I have, I've only read The Sandman by Neil Gaiman because it's Neil Gaiman, um, Watchmen by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, mainly because someone was like, "You should read this. You will love this," and made me read it. Um, and then Invincible, because I really like the Amazon show. Fair enough. And so that's, that is your only exposure to the world of comics before today. Um, well, before about... technically, technically, technically comic book films. I've, I've seen a decent amount of Marvel. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. And a, a, a decent amount of DC films, but... <laughs> yes. And seeing as we're mostly Doctor Who fans, of course, we, we've read some Doctor Who comics, but... Uh, but that's that's beside the point. So we thought. Uh, so you know a fair bit about Batman. Um, you started watching Batman the animated series recently. Uh, I think also thanks to me. Um, and uh, partially and, thanks to you. Part, part, that, that, part, you you made you made me get up. It was it was on my radar for a while. Like I knew I wanted to to watch and, it. And, and, and for those who don't own it physically, the Blu-ray set is is really cheap actually on Amazon. How much was it? It was like, um, yeah, it was like. I don't remember. I think it was like 40, 20, 40 bucks, Max. That's not bad. That's not bad, honestly. And for the whole series, it comes with the two movies, uh, has all of new Batman adventures, a lot of great uh, stuff. And bonus in there. features. So, so we figured that Batman would be a pretty yeah, good it's, ad. It's, it's, it's currently like $36.99 on Amazon. That's great. That is a great price for that. As someone that had to go through the pain of collecting all of the, uh, the DC collectible box sets as they came out over the years the four of them uh that is a much better deal than, than what i had to pay over the years but then uh, so yeah so we figured that batman would be, batman would be a pretty good uh jumping on point for you and uh you asked me and, and I, I had seen i had seen i had seen all the at least burton schumacher films and two-thirds of the dark knight trilogy. <laughs> not, not the two-thirds you would think but we'll get into that we'll get into that <laughs> <laughs> and um so yeah so as far as reading comics we figure batman would be a good jumping off point you asked me what would be a good one to start off with and uh after some some very quick soul searching i landed on the long halloween by jeff Loeb with art by tim sale and you read that this past week and we are yes. here to talk about it so uh, 
it is my understanding yeah. that you want to you are dedicated to the idea of doing a non-spoiler section first <laughs> yes well because you know we might get some crossover audience and we don't want to spoil like this person is the killer that's fair that's fair right off the bat so um all right, so someone that's just read it and watched the film adaptation and The Dark Knight, um, yeah. give, give me the rundown of The Long Halloween. Uh, what, what is it about? So uh, The Long Halloween is is kind of it's your classic Agatha Christie murder mystery, just set in the Batman universe and not set in a closed location. So basically, on Halloween, it, just randomly, um, God, I can't remember who the first victim is. Someone uh, working, uh, Johnny v. Johnny Vivi Johnny Vivi right um, working for the uh, for for Carmine the Roman Falcone is um, is shot and killed with a twenty two yeah like a twenty two caliber pistol with yep. a with a um, uh, like the nipple of a baby bottle um, mm-hmm. using as a silencer which is just a beautiful image. Oh, I love it's, it. It's, it's, it's so great. It's, 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 it's this very off-putting image. Um, it really and is. And, yeah. like, a jack-o'-lantern is left right there on the scene. Yeah. Um, he's, he's killed and, on Halloween. What is it? Three months after his his wedding. Uh, at, yes. Uh, which, which is where the book opens. Uh, happens in June. There's a lot of talk about how hot it is that June day. <laughs> um, I love the opening scene of the comic where uh, where Bruce is talking to Carmine. And uh, we have the whole, like, I believe in Gotham City. Carmine talks to him about uh, his history with the Wayne family and how their fathers were friends and all that. Um, says says of this really rich history between the two characters. And something that I'm sure we'll get into later. Uh, that, something that and, you it's, it, out. It, and it's important to know that it is, it is Bruce as Bruce. You get plenty. The people who, one of my big issues, at least, with some of the uh, Batman live action films is you don't get a lot of Bruce as Bruce. Um, yeah. It, 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 in this comic, you get a lot of just Bruce as Bruce Wayne, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's very, it's very not quite pastiching the Godfather, but like that entire opening sequence kind of is because you then mm-hmm. find Harvey Dent taking down the license plates uh, in the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Harvey Dent, of course, uh, and you have sort of basically throughout the throughout the first issue, you're kind of building up to the whole idea. To the first, the idea of that I believe in Harvey Dent, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of a major, th- just the major theme throughout this. Oh, and then, as, like it's it's weird because when because um because you had pointed out to me something that I hadn't really put a lot of thought into back on Falcone for a second. Um, Falcone is pretty much just as much a player in this as Bruce and Gordon. Yeah, and Harvey no, is, is Har- Harvey isn't so much one of the main detectives in it as he is the person that these three people are fighting. With. If that makes sense, yeah. Like it's, yeah. Like he he is the one struggling with his struggling with his morality here. As much as the book plays up, like oh, it's Batman and Gordon and Harvey all working together. No, the three Cal- main detectives. Detective who is yeah, like getting, the three main who is, people investigating. Just just as so the bodies start piling up. The whole idea is that on every hollow on every um holiday, sort of, um, basically throughout the next year or so, there's another murder in the same manner. 22 caliber pistol, serial numbers filed off, baby bottle nipple, something representing the holiday left at the scene. And it's all people that are connected to the Falcone family and their their mob, because, yeah, like, so Falcone, he, I'm guessing he was an established character before this. 
right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Falcone appears in a couple Batman comics before this. Um, obviously, without spoiling too much, he's not as important a character within the Batman mythos post Long Halloween. Um, yeah, but he's he's sort of just your your, your mafia. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know how much how well you remember Batman Begins, but like he's in Batman Begins. They get rid of him. I, I vaguely remember that he was in that. I don't quite remember what his. I, I think he. Yeah, he's he's he's, tip, he's typically used in the same manner that he's used here. Like he's an early. He's he's one of the early like main antagonists for Batman in most iterations of the Batman mythos, where like he's like one of the first guys that Batman goes after and takes down to establish Batman as this vigilante, this hero of Gotham, and then the supervillains start piling up. Yeah, and well, and what's what's kind of nice about his portrayal here, he's portrayed as very human. Like, yeah, yeah, he's kind of sympathetic in places. Like, there's this tension between him and his son who um, sort of wants to join the family business. And, like, in the film adaptation, they play it up that there's more tension. But in, in the actual comic, the tension is there, but it is clear that he cares enough about his son. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. it's um, Like, it's almost like a, I, his son almost, to him, rep, kind of represents innocence in a way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, love, I love the Falcone family. I really do. I like. I love exploring everyone in there. I love his bodyguard Milos. I love his sister Carla. Um, and they're all like well-established characters. His his daughter Sophia. They're all really interesting characters with with very strong personalities. Um, no matter how long or short they're around for in the comic, you get to know them all pretty well. Um, yeah. No. They're they're. There. I think Sophia might be my favorite because she's the most interesting. I think. Yeah. She probably yeah. gets the most focus. Yeah, aside from Carmine himself, yeah. Yeah, and she only pops up about half, starts popping up about halfway. Yeah, through. she shows up, she shows up around, like, what, like, the Father's Day, Mother's Day. Yeah. Like, right around that section. Um, yeah, and, and she's a great character, they all are. Um, we get introduced to the other crime family, main crime family in Gotham, the Moronis. We meet Salvatore Moroni, who's another big target of Dents, and I think if you were worried at all about Carmine being like generic Godfather type mob boss. That's more Maroni's job in this because yeah. Carmine is, is is Carmine is the three dimensional character here. Maroni's like the hey, what do you want? He's he's like that kind of guy. You know? yeah. Well, he's also um, the guy we we never we never see anything. If this were prose, we would never see anything from from Maroni's perspective because because we get into Falcone. Yeah. Falcone's head. Um, now, one really um, important thing about this killer that attacks on holidays who they call holiday throughout the book um one important thing about him is is that this killer is almost almost exclusively going after members of the falcone family and this leads to all sorts of suspicion with it uh, among carmine and, and, and the falcone family that oh it's got to be someone in, uh, on maroni's side taking this all down and um so they play around with that a lot but also who could be holiday outside of the maroni family yeah like one of the uh, one of the big is, one, one of the big one of the big suspects is Harvey Dent himself. Um, yeah. I think obviously anyone with a vague knowledge of Batman can pretty easily write that off, but it's still a possibility. It, it, it very it very much is. Um, there's also early on, um, so so throughout this book, there are just appearances from most of the famous Batman rogues. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, and once we get to spoilers, we can go pretty pretty in depth on at least some of them because I. Well, I mean, we could, I, we could say we could say which ones appear in the book. So we have Joker, yeah. we have Poison Ivy, uh, Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, Penguin, 
Riddler, Solomon Grundy. Uh, Penguin makes a very brief appearance towards the end. Um, and uh, I think that's it. Okay, okay, of course, oh, Calendar Man, yeah, but also Catwoman. I, was, I forgot to mention. Um, but Catwoman's a, another big part of the book because Catwoman seems to have this personal interest and investment in the holiday killings, but also specifically in, in the Falcone family. Um, and she's a really interesting player throughout the book because it's not just Catwoman, but it's Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne as a couple yeah. throughout it. You see how they play around with their 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 double I, I lives. Say, is there, it's never outright stated, but I think this is the book that by the end of it, I, I think I think they both figure out who each other are. I would say, so because I know other comics, like I would say, like well, Bruce definitely knows who. who Catwoman is at that point, but I would disagree with Selina knowing who who Batman is because of there is a specific story of, about Selina like knowing finding out who Batman is later down the road. So I would say she. Well, well it, it would be a good way that if, if they end up wanting to use this as the she knows, it would work. Um, specifically around um, the St. Patrick's Day chapter. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because she's. She's the one that that that's where she really helps out Bruce in particular. But yeah. I think that more has to do with her vendetta against the villain of the St. Patrick's Day chapter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd also I, I'd also say um, something you, you get to see like sort of just the home lives of basically and basically our, our sort of three main detectives and Harvey Dent. Um, one thing I'm very happy that that this book does is um, the way it portrays uh, Commissioner Gordon. Um, I don't think he's, com he's commissioner yet. Um, no, he's no, no. He is at that point actually. He's at this point. I don't think yes, they call yeah. him commissioner in this book anywhere. You're right. I don't. I don't think they do. But uh, but yeah, I think. But if like, I remember right, it's, it's it's been a while since I've read year one. But I think he he does become commissioner in year one. But I I, I may be misremembering. Yeah. So what 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 I really like is that they play it up like he is a loving husband and father like. There isn't any tension between him and his wife, and yeah, I think that's yeah. just a nice trope for them to avoid. Mm -hmm. They have a son. They only have the son in this, and it's it's a uh, Jim Junior, and uh, he's a character that doesn't show up a lot in Batman comics. But when 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 certain writers do decide to use him, it's it, there's there's a very specific purpose in mind, which is really cool. So yeah. Um, um. There, there's some. I guess, I guess there are some weird implications here, though, because uh, little, little Barbara is nowhere to be seen in the original comic, and uh, I don't know if if that's meant to imply that like the Batman mythos goes on so long that Barbara is born and grows up and becomes Batgirl eventually. <laughs> yeah, I I, that's a weird implication right there. <laughs> but whatever. Um, yeah, so I like that. Yeah, I love Gordon's family. Uh, Harvey's home life, I love. I love Gilda as a character. She's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, She's... there's the tension, but it never it never feels even the tension with them, like... Mm -hmm. Well, there are, there are moments throughout the book where they really do play with Harvey's morality before they go, like, full-on, like, Harvey could become a bad guy. Like, there are some moments where, like, he, his dialogue is written as very aggressive because he's, he's hell-bent on taking down Fa Falcone and Maroney. He's well, and as as time goes um, on, he's stressed because it's just just more tense about this holiday killer. Um, yeah, yep. But one of my favorite moments in the comic is um, I well, it's not a spoiler to say Calendar Man's role in it because he comes in pretty early on. Um, he comes in the, in the Christmas chapter. So 
the um so calendar man is constantly in 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 arkham throughout the throughout the comic and batman and gordon uh pretty consistently go to calendar man to ask him like for advice on like what may the holiday killer do today like what are important holidays what what could be happening now and the first time you see him is uh, is in the christmas chapter and uh, I, I love the moment where he's like oh yes it's uh, it's it's december 24th I was, I was surprised you didn't come to me sooner um what could possibly be happening now and that's when we first get introduced to how the joker is involved in the plot and all that it's um it's really interesting and all the all, every single character plays a very specific purpose in the plot no matter how big or small i really like it and it's it's implied that he knows who the killer is but it's never confirmed yeah. One of my favorite things about his dialogue is that he's constantly changing the gender of Holiday in his uh, yeah. his dialogue. I always like that, <laughs> you know, like like in the same sentence, he'd be like, he'd be like, what will what will he do tonight? Who knows what she will do? Like that, that kind of thing. Like it's always yeah. constantly changing. It's fun. I like it. And it's 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 just this great off-putting like Calendar Man as a villain. I I don't think I mean I had never really heard of. Um, outside of his like cameo in Arkham City, um, yeah, he's not he's not typically used in many places. Um, but of course he, he's he's very well suited for a story like this, and um, it's easily my favorite appearance of his in the comics that I've read at least. So yeah, brilliant stuff, really brilliant stuff. What is your favorite? What did you find your favorite chapter was of the book? Mm. Um. It might have actually had to be April Fool's Day. I've, I I knew you really liked that one based on what you were saying to me as as you read it. You're like, I love, uh, I love this character's uh, role they play in the plot. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's 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 not it's not one where you get like a whole lot of plot progression. You don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's I think for me, I'm uh, oh, sorry. Go a ahead. shift. A shift in the writing. And you basically, it's basically the tipping point where um, just certain things are driven um, and, and it's, it's, it's let's muse on what's come before, before we, cause it's, it's what, it's the halfway point of the 13 issues. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, the, it's issue seven, 13. So it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty much exactly the halfway point. And it's a really cool play on the holiday killer. I think obviously what happens at the end of that chapter in particular, I love that, love that play on who holiday would kill and and what they would actually do on that holiday um i think my favorite chapter personally is uh is mother's day i fucking adore that issue see um, mother's day and father's day are both brilliant yeah um, I, I, of, of course i mean every, i think everyone rightfully loves roman holiday that one's brilliant but uh but mother's day really gets it for me i think as it's it's the perfect opportunity to use the villain in that one use the the road that they focus on in that one um brilliant exploration exploration of, of bruce's character there and uh, and like and, and like you already mentioned like father's day like brilliantly follows that up in in paralleling it and a further further uh further delving into that connection between the wayne and falcone families and, well it's the first time you actually understand what the connection is like yeah yeah like like the book opens on carmine talking about what their connection is but you don't actually see that exemplified until the father's day issue and, uh, yeah it's, it's really so we haven't talked yet about the art style which uh which no, is something that haven't. which is the first thing that you mentioned to me when you started reading you're like i love the art style here and yes I agree. It's, it's 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 perfectly suited to a mystery like this it is. Um, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not. 
it doesn't need to be detailed because it is it's the right kind of but story it, for not to, for not to but be But it is also detailed. very detailed. Yeah, in the right way. Like certain moments like need to be excruciatingly detailed, but big moments like Batman chasing Catwoman on a rooftop are very simplistic. Um so I love Sale's art style and it really it, it perfectly captures that noir detective story that that like that you're seeking in it they do these um every now and then for like certain famous comic stories they'll do these like different editions of comics where like they totally strip away the color from artwork and they call it a noir edition and then they strip away the inks and it's called the unwrapped edition it's just the pencils there's a noir version of long halloween and it's fucking beautiful it's just the inks see all black i don't know if how i'd feel about that because i I think i don't I don't typically like them myself. Like, there's a noir killing joke, and that just doesn't work for me. But Long Halloween is really suited to it. See, that's interesting because I, I actually think the way that Sale uses color here um, is really important. Um, not to, not it's, a, to it's, a very, it's a very blue comic, isn't it? it it's, it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost very like, blue. Um, but it's also just. Um, like, if you even just look at the, the first panel, you have um, just, just the first panel of, of the entire book. It's Bruce Wayne in a tux. In that almost, position with just Almost this, completely black, and, like, the only light, the only color in that is pretty much his face. His face, and this important pop of yellow from the window. Yeah. Um, like, I feel if you made it all black and white, you might lose something there. Um, that's that's fair but 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 my point was like if if you were to do it to any story like long halloween is the story yeah. to do it well like, even if even going further just throughout the issue you see a lot of you see a lot of yellow at the wedding um that that just gets that like yellow gets used and it's sort of it's it's sort of just like the, if this is the one scene where stuff hasn't gone down sh- shit hasn't gone down yet yeah, it's, it's one of those pieces where, like, each, there's a certain, like, color palette used for each issue that, like, like, when we're in the, in the winter issues with, like, Christmas and New Year's, uh, and New Year's Eve, it's, it's very blue to signify, uh, signify, like, the winter segments. St. Patrick's Day is very green, and, uh, it's very satisfying to go through. Yeah, and, and, I mean, the, 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 the first issue has this nice fight between Batman and Catwoman, um. Oh, I love which, that is such a game of cat and mouse that is almost comedic. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always um, love it. Because I, I, I'm not I'm, the biggest fan of Catwoman's design here. Yeah, I'm not a huge I'm not huge on the, the purple suit. Especially like the ears. I don't know. It's it's, it's weird. The, it's the tail that, that makes me just not like it. I'm like, why Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, the purple is fine. I actually don't mind the purple. It gives her it gives a nice off-put color than just black or gray. Um, well, I mean, we'll do it eventually. Um, but the Catwoman suit in uh, Hush is my personal favorite. Uh, just it, a lot of Catwoman, Catwoman suits, like since then, have been modeled off the Jim Lee Catwoman. It's just it's 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 the definitive Catwoman for me. Uh, yeah, I'm not big on the on the Long Halloween one. Yeah. Then, uh, what else? What else? Anything else that we should cover before we move into spoilers? Um. I, um, not that I can think of. Okay. Um, spoilers just, is gonna be I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd say if, if we haven't convinced you to go and read this, um, obviously 
uh, if you if you're ever even thinking of reading it, it's a really good mystery. Um, like, I have a couple of complaints that we'll get to in the spoiler section. Mainly one big one. Is it? And I is think, it? Wait, so you, wait, is it? Are you still bitching about the St. Patrick's Day one? <laughs> yes, that is fucking hell. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, whatever. It's it's the one thing that I'm like, what? We'll get to it. Okay. Um, yeah, great comic though. Absolutely should go go seek it out. Um, also, before anyone that's only here for the non-spoiler section leaves, uh, it, just for a ta- uh, just for a feel of what this the future of this podcast is going to be like. Seeing as Batman is our entryway character, we're going to be doing a couple Batman stories early on. Then we'll start to delve into other superheroes, and we'll go from there. So, uh, just to give an idea of what that's going to be like. So, I think that about does it for the non-spoiler section. Let's go into spoilers for the yes. long haul. So, um, okay, not a spoiler. Actually, I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but the Thanksgiving issue, I fucking love uh, Grundy in that. Yes, that's also one of my favorite moments from the comic. Um, just Bruce leaving him food. Yeah, it's like, brilliant. I love it. <laughs> like, so I don't, yeah. I don't entirely uh, know Solomon Grundy as a character. I'm guessing he's just a zombie. Yeah, just like, a zombie. Um, guy, guy that died, fell into a swamp that brought him back to life. And, um, one of the first things he, he came across, the, the origin that I know, um, we got one of the first things he came across was like a group of people just hanging out near that swamp, and um, and and there was like a, a like a children's book there with a the nursery rhyme, Solomon Grundy, and so he gave that gave that name to himself, and that's Solomon Grundy. That's a so it's not too complex, but yes. uh, but yeah, so I love that, love the Thanksgiving issue. So Christmas, uh, I fucking love the Joker. I love uh, back on the art style for a second. I love the way Tim Sale draws the Joker. I cannot get over that. Like, <laughs> I love just like, the million teeth that he has and the very long face. It's just gorgeous. And there's some really great, uh, great shots of him throughout it. I love the one where he's like, uh, where he's like in Harvey's house and Harvey walks into the room and he's has the Santa hat on and he's like standing next to the Christmas tree. I love that. Um, oh, yeah, he's also brilliant. He's just, his entire appearance, he's just pissed that he's being shown up because he's a drama queen. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> he ju- he just wants to kill Holiday because he doesn't want to be because like Holiday is like the, the talk of the town. Like he's the one that that everyone is uh is after in in, in Gotham because he's like the big. Villain, this you know? town isn't big enough for two homicidal maniacs. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking good. I love it. Um. So <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um. He continues into the New Year's Eve stuff. Uh, it's at that point that the dynamic of the holiday killings begins to change, um, because one of the prime suspects, I think, at that point. Had you suspected Alberto before New Year's Eve? Yeah, I had had a, a couple of suspicions. Because there, because like... there, because there are those couple panels where, like, they. I love the panels, but they're great. Um, they like zoom in on his glasses as he's like observing just a conversation going on around him. I love those. They're they're like the first little hints that that he would be involved in the holiday killings. So, um, actually, what's a really fun story? I don't know if it was in your version of Long Halloween, but I had a digital copy that I did this time around that had this like little story at the end of when Alberto uh, dies in, in the New Year's in, in the New Year's issue. He um, they they uh, DC got a bunch of letters in at the time that like pointed out like oh I figured out who Holiday is. There was no body for Alberto Falcone. Um, 
ironically, there was actually a page drawn that like showed Alberto's body, uh, but it had to be cut because it like went over the amount of pages that they had or something like that. Um, but it did exist. Like <laughs> like they did show Alberto's body in an original copy of. Oh, well, because they did. They they do. They 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 show his body. It's Not the last the... page. You see his hand. Yeah, but you never see, like, the full body in the way that you see, like, you know how, like, whenever Holiday kills someone, like, you have that, like, full page of, like, the aftermath of it, you always see the body. It's oh, not, yeah, that, no. that page, that page is non-existent in the New but, Year's well, issue. I mean, but they do, but they also imply it. He falls over the yeah. edge and you see that beautiful color pop of the blood in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I love that. But then, what is after that? We move on to um, to Valentine's Day. We get a nice little date between Bruce and Selena. My little my little Batman Catwoman shipping heart is happy. And, Actually, there's uh, something I want to talk about Christmas and New Year's Eve select, uh, collectively. Okay. Is that the Joker is genuinely hilarious. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah he's fun to say. One of my favorite yeah. moments is, is, is at the beginning of New Year's Eve where it's like, co-pilot, check navigator check <laughs> it's so good it's so so good um yeah he's legitimately he's funny a plane it's so and good. he's like i have he's basically i have no idea how to fly a plane yeah <laughs> so good I, and i love the, the i love the look of him like in the full like pilot's outfit it's fun so uh, yes, yeah, so we have Valentine's Day. Um, at the end of the Valentine's Day issue, uh, we get, I guess, our first. Well, I guess second spoiler because we, Alberta was the first big one. But then, uh, so so we find out that Poison Ivy is uh, is has taken over Bruce's mind, which brings us to St. Patrick's. This very day nice and, little uh, nice little rose. Now, I, I, just just a little bit on on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is where you you start seeing like the killings kind of shift a little bit too um, yeah yeah because it's it's the guys outside of maroni's like mm-hmm. um and, and that's just like well and that's that's the point that that's the point where where, where basically where i was like right it, it definitely cannot be harvey um because like like it's like no it's 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 too brash and then yeah you also get that very nice moment with um jim and barbara like celebrating valentine's day yeah yeah i love that and and then harvey doing the right thing yep yep i love harvey i i i always like genuinely love seeing harvey dent as a character pre two it's always just part of the whole point is that he is a good man yeah, yeah. And, and even that... even spoilers, he becomes two face in this. Oh, even after whoa. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> even after that, he's still kind of a good man. He still has his morals, mostly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, just with that little, just, it's sort of like with that added edge. But you know, there's 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 more there. But um, I wanted to talk about St. Patrick's Day now. Because I, I want you to to bitch about it. Because <laughs> I I think it's a fine it I think it's a fine issue. I think it really is. <laughs> but it's, you can't every, every time you were talking, it's, you it's just got fine. progressively more pissed. <laughs> Except it's all because of the poison ivy design, right? And the whole overgrowth design. Like so 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 what happens on St. Patrick's Day? So so like the subplot throughout a lot of this sort of first half. Uh, that we haven't even touched on is Carmine Falcone trying to get Bruce 
in on his schemes, basically. Um, like signing over bank assets to, to allow him to do it. And then he eventually resorts to, right, just, I'm just going to hire Poison Ivy, which, and, and have, her, have her hypnotize him, which I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, cool, great. The slight problem is, uh, and, you know, he, he, you know he, he falls for the spell. That, that I'm totally fine with. Uh, until you get to the point where you see her, she's she's like taking she's she's eating dinner with Bruce as poison ivy as a plant lady, and you know Alfred has been around, and, and my my brain's like, Alfred, why aren't you doing anything? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> like it is it is it is just it, it is so minor, but it bugs me so much. Um, <laughs> Just, just because, like, it's like Alfred, you you know something is wrong. Like, you, 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 just, 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 I don't know. Just, just like one thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I do like the fight in the end. Um, yeah, because then Calvin comes in to to save Bruce and um, and uh, finishes finishes the whole Poison Ivy plot. It's cool. It's cool. Like, I, I don't know. I think and it's then a we fine get this nice Phantom of the Opera moment. With yes. The execution. Yep. Always love it. And uh, then we move on to April Fool's Day, which uh, <laughs> uh, pretty much the exact opposite of St. Patrick's Day for you. Uh, you absolutely loved April Fool's Day. I I love it. I, I love so, it. So we continue Carmine's quest in hiring supervillains now to uh to help Riddler. Yes, and now uh. Uh, now, yeah, so he hires the Riddler. Uh, Riddler's, uh, he's, uh, Riddler's like meant to like figure out any riddle, whatever. Um, why shouldn't he be able to figure out who Holiday is? And uh, so I want to hear what, um, like your full thoughts on this because I, I know you really like this issue. So one, I, I love that it's all, it's basically let's flash back at the killings. Um, and I, I love, it's, it's that beautiful way for sales artwork that just intercuts um, between the Riddler's thought process to Batman's thought process. Um, like we start with the idea that, um, you know, but the, it's, it's, I'm going to read cause I have, I have the issue open with in front of me. Let's be more practical. These 22 pistols are lightweight, easy on the hand, perfect for a woman. And it's, and the image is Catwoman, um, basically going through and, and killing, and it says, you know, a Catwoman, um, you know, and it's, it's. And the reasoning is right. Cat, uh, Catwoman stole uh, in the first issue from from Falcone. Uh, Falcone. It's 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 really. Uh, and then you have you know sort of Bruce coming in, implying that you know it easily could be Sal Maroni, um, who at this point we haven't seen we haven't seen much of. Uh, you know he but we yeah yeah he only becomes like really important later on. Yeah, we we've seen him occasionally, um, and we've seen his men be targeted, um, mm. and you know it would explain why Alberto got hit, um, you know, uh, and you know that gets that gets dismissed. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot about the whole um, the whole the whole uh, Joe uh, the Marat imagery in the first killing um, of being killed in the bathtub. Oh yeah, 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 because that's because he thinks that's Carla, right? Yeah, he thinks that's Carla, yeah. which is, is perfect if you know. Um, oh gosh, what's uh, Marat was a, a man in the 
uh, a newspaper man in the French during the French Revolution who was famously assassinated in his bathtub. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's just it's 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 imagery like that. Um, and and you have you have the Riddler very much just intrigued by the puzzle, um, much to Falcone losing it, and it's like. Um, and it's all building up to basically the idea that it could be Harvey Dent. Um, yeah. Yep. And and this is where like we really start pushing for that idea, all at the same time. Uh, or is it next? Yeah, next issue we start covering uh, what Harvey, who Harvey thinks Holiday could be, and uh, yeah, and, and then you have the final, the final two pages of the issue. The Riddler gets th- the Riddler gets thrown out. And that's when we shift to black and white, because mm-hmm. that's the oh, and, we, and, it's, and, and they play it like it's going to be another holiday killing, and it is and holiday there. It's holiday there, and bullets are fired, and then we end on that haunting image of when does a killer not kill? Oh, it's so so good. I love it so much. Um, yeah, that, and, uh, that's it, probably why this a, is one of this, this is like my just my favorite issue, just because it it's that very good contemplative. We're stumped. All all the leads are, are not making sense. Um, and then we of course move into our our good friend Dr. Jonathan Crane. Yes, who is a who is the star of the Mother's Day issue, which, as I previously stated, of course, is is, is my favorite issue of the comic. Um, I don't care how many times I see it; I always adore the uh the shooting of thomas and martha wayne i always love how different people interpret it and how it's always done really great I, stuff i love the so. implication that bruce blames himself because he had his mother wear the pearls mm-hmm. it's this yeah. it's uh, it's this little thing that's just oh so oh so sad Yep. So, uh, so first off, uh, so Jonathan Crane, the, the scarecrow, breaks out. We get this beautiful spread of uh, of Crane riding away on a horse and with, with Arkham behind him. But it's just oh, it's such a great two page spread. So, uh, uh, Batman chases him out. Scarecrow hits him with some fear toxin, which uh, sends Batman just off the deep end. He goes fucking crazy. Um, meanwhile, what is it? This because this is the issue where Harvey and Gordon start investigating. Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, this, it this is really, really um you know, because it's but Harvey's Harvey's the one there, like, is the, there is the connection there and it, it's genuinely connection where we don't the reader doesn't know yet what the and it's been building like we don't know what Bruce Wayne's connection was to the Falcone family. Um, yeah. So uh yeah, so of course then uh then uh Batman gets out Bruce gets out of his Batman suit and uh, Still being affected by fear toxin, uh, Gordon just wants to you know go after him, ask him some questions, has some incriminating evidence on him, and uh, this eventually leads leads Bruce to the graveyard. And my favorite uh, panel in the entire book is here, um, which is Bruce Bruce going insane on fear toxin, Gordon and the police after him, crying in front of his mother's grave. I just, oh, I adore it. I adore it so, so much. It's, it's a haunting image. And um, I don't know, I, I, I will never get over it. It's, it's one of my favorite things, in not just this comic, but all comics. I fucking adore it. So we move into Father's Day then. And uh, we Which get this the flashback. companion piece. Of course, of course. Uh, we get this flashback where, uh, where we see 
uh, Carmine Falcone's father bringing a beaten up uh, and and shot a couple times Carmine to uh, to the Wayne uh, to Wayne Manor, uh, asking Thomas to help him and, and save his son, and uh, and he does of course, in the end. and Bruce watches the whole thing. Bruce realizes that that is the connection between his, uh, his family and the Falcone family. I love it. It's it's a, it's this great extra bit of lore to add to their characters that that makes that connection so much deeper i love it and it's it's this great idea that like for 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 thomas wayne it does not matter all that matters is that there is an injured man who's in desperate need of help yeah yep but to to the falcone family like that means that that thomas is now part of their circle you know that that means a lot more than just a doctor helping a patient that means that that's loyalty there and uh, it's it's really really great. I love love the different the, the just the shifting dynamic there. Um, really really great stuff. And of course, it's revealed that this this story is being essentially told on the stand by Alfred. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous! Absolutely gorgeous. So um, yeah. So of course, Bruce is eventually let go, and it's it's great. And what the holiday victim of this issue is Maroni's father, right? Luigi, yeah, Luigi Maroni, who yes. you only see, you, you really only see for one page before he gets but, shot. But I, I really like that that scene between Sal and, and Luigi. It's a really great scene in the garden. It's this there. great parallel between um, Carmine and Alberto, because Alberto, mm-hmm. you have this feeling, Luigi's like, suck it up, you idiot child. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I love it. So then we cut over to that pretty much. It. I mean, we get some like domestic stuff for Father's Day. Oh, yeah, I like the the constant focusing on on ties for for Father's Day, like as like the just the the gift that people give their fathers for Father's Day. Um, like Sophia yeah. gets, Car- yeah, Sophia gets Carmine one. Um, uh, Jim Junior gets Gordon one. Uh, it's it's really great. I I, I love that. Just that and, and the adorable it's, little little card. Yeah, yep. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Uh, this is also the issue where uh, where we learn that Mad Hatter is now involved in this whole thing. And, uh, him and Scarecrow are working together. I had to laugh because because uh, <laughs> we were talking last night, and and uh, you said like I had no clue who the fuck the Mad Hatter was before that. <laughs> I I didn't. I'm like just he just his, I'm guessing he's just Dealer's Alice in Wonderland. Like yeah, you're quoting it's, the Walrus it's... and the Carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is funny because I think what you're pretty close to to his first appearance in the animated series, yeah. right? Like I'll probably end up watching that episode this either tomorrow or sometime this weekend. Um, yeah, so um, so it's all, and it's all there. You'll, you'll you'll get it pretty easily. But yeah, the the shtick is just he thinks he's Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Um, I I, there's I, a, I, will say, I I like the way um, we haven't mentioned Richard Starking's lettering, um, but. For the Mad Hatter, he gives him that weird little that font. Um, yeah, in his dialogue. it almost looks like that. Almost, almost looks like that meme font now. You know, which, <laughs> like, is, which like, is how I read it. Like... That is how my brain read it. <laughs> I know this is what 1996, 1997. Yeah, ninety five to ninety six. Yeah, so it was published. <laughs> so, so it cannot. That font did not like exist, but it works. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, that's just great. I also like um, since we're talking about the font and the lettering for it, um, I like how all the thought bubbles are in 
like the the the, the lower lowercase letters rather than the typical capital letters of speech bubbles. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's, not, it's a nice little difference that you don't necessarily yeah, know. Not, 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 not every not every um, comic does uh, does like lowercase thought bubbles. So it's cool. Well, you you also Sorry, hear like you also see the nice like the coloring on some of the on a lot of the thoughts like if it's in narration like for sort of who's speaking or thinking um mm-hmm. that's that's it, it's it's a very well laid out comic yeah yeah so then what is it so Maroney then goes to Harvey uh cuz uh, cuz Maroney's like now totally convinced that Harvey's holiday and uh and I want to get back at him by befriending him. So that's great. Uh, we get some more Bruce and Selena shipping, which I'm always here for. Uh, and interestingly, and, Independence, Independence Day opens with the murder. It, with what? It, 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 the, the chapter 10, Independence Day, it opens with the murder instead of like that being in the middle or yeah. the end. Yeah, it's different. It's very different. Um, which is, but which then, is of course, when you, which is of course important when you, when you, we get the big reveal of, of what it is. Just you sort of get that feeling. Okay, this was even then you sort of get the idea that this was a desperate killing. Yeah. Um, yep. It, it had to be urgent. Had to be quick. It's just like this is this is what's going on now. And like, it's, like it and wasn't it's like one, it's, it's also it's the one out. killing where where you're like, wait, why, why this? Yeah. Doesn't. This doesn't track any of the patterns um, of like of gangsters. It's it's the coroner. Why? Yeah. Why yeah. kill? Why kill the coroner? Hmm. So and then, uh, this, yeah. So this, then, and this was where this was where my my deduction about who one of the killer was was like locked in. I'm like, who all who because it's it's de- definitely got to be this person just because. Yeah. Um. I was I was already getting strong, and then there were none vibes, like throughout the entire thing. I, I remember you said that to me, and uh, yeah, you'd message me that, and you're like, "It's gonna be like, and then there were none." I was like, "I'm not gonna say," because yeah, I've first of all, I never read, and then there were none, but I saw a stage play of it once, and I was like, "I, I don't think it changed anything," but I had a feeling that's what you were. The referring stage play to. usually lets two characters survive, but it doesn't usually change the identity of the killer. Yeah, no, uh, the stage play I saw it just did like the original ending, like it's it's um, it's like yeah, everyone dies. <clears throat> so, did, did, how, how did they reveal the killer? Did they, did they, did they do a way, epilogue scene, or was it a? I mean, it, it was. It, I mean, yeah, it was like the last scene. It, it would have been like an epilogue. Yeah, like he's like revealed, then he kills himself. That whole thing. It is 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 the other character still alive, or is it just him? Him on that character on its own. It's uh, it, I mean, it's, it's that character on his. Yeah, it's that character on his own. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because in the book, it's literally. Two police. A couple years later, two policemen find a, a letter in the bo- in a bottle explaining how he did it. Oh, <laughs> all right then. I'm not sure if I like that actually. <laughs> anyway, um, back <laughs> when we were talking about Independence Day. That's it. Okay, um, a lot of Independence Day. I, I, I will say, I, I, I before this, I was not a Batman Selena Kyle shipper. I wasn't. See exactly. This is what happens. This is what fucking happens. <laughs> My God! Even from issue one, I'm like, ooh, ooh, yes. Yeah, you like it's it. Like it's, 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 a really, it's a really great dynamic. So, needless to say, I'll I'll be hooking you up with that shit all the time. Um, so, 
we fucking <laughs> know. All right. Um. So well, I think it's also in, 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 in Independence Day that we uh that we see the Sophia Salmaroni relationship, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, it's there's that weird connection between the two families. Well, it's just thing of like, oh, this could this could possibly patch things up, like. Mm-hmm. Between the two families, yeah. like they could unite and go just go after a holiday together. Um, yeah, this is also the issue where happen. this is also the issue where uh, Batman puts a stop to Scarecrow and Mad Hatter being fucking stupid. You also you uh, also get the is this is this like this is also I don't remember what happens earlier, but you you get the definite reveal that Dent's assistant, this snivelly little minor character called Vernon. Oh Vernon! Oh fuck yeah yeah. yeah. I'm like you. You suck, you little. You oh little yeah. shit. Yep, yep. Uh, which is further solidified by probably my second favorite issue of the comic, uh, Chapter Eleven, Roman Holiday, which is fucking brilliant uh, for many reasons. Um, so we uh, so we open it. Uh, what uh, Maroni's gonna go on the stand and he's gonna testify and all that. Um, it'll hopefully put an end to most of this. So. We go up on the stand at the same time well, no, no, it happens we open, to be... We open with this absolutely haunting of of Gilda confronting Harvey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she found the gun. She found a gun. Yeah. Yes. In the basement. Right. Yep. wonder why. And it's like, but, uh, it's like is, is, is he... And it's a good question. Of, is he telling the truth that he brings home evidence all the time? He very well could be, and I wouldn't doubt it, knowing knowing Harvey yeah. Dent. But but there's still that possibility there. Why would Holiday's guns be in uh be in the basement of, of Harvey Dent's home? You know, so uh so we go there. Um, oh yeah, at the same time we, it is is Carmine Falcone's birthday, which well no, we also have this brief scene with with Batman and the Riddler again. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, because Riddler saw Holiday. Um, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Cause, uh, cause Batman like straight up says like he's like, hey, you saw Holiday. Like, like who is it? And Riddler's like, no, that's not the question you should be asking. <laughs> um, well, why? Because he, he says like, well, why kill me? Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a it's it's a great scene. I love it. And, and you you really liked uh, Riddler's place in the story as a whole, though. If I'm reading yeah, it's this a, right, <laughs> it's, it's a it's 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 a very important role. Um, mm-hmm. Very, but but very he, only, he only appears twice in the whole damn comic. Well, three times if you want to count that spread at the end. But you know. that, that's a, uh, I don't even count. I, I forgot the penguin was in this. Yeah, penguin appears spread for, at the like, end. Yeah, penguin appears for that for that like one panel, and that's it. <laughs> but then. Oh yeah, so uh, so yeah, so um, Vernon before Sal goes uh, goes into court, Vernon snivelly little cunt gives uh, <laughs> gives Maroni. Well, this well, first first, ask. first you have Car- you, first oh, you have yeah, Carla's little little bit about um about like you know <laughs> genuinely concerned like like you're hiring these freaks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a great. I mean, like a lot of this comic, which is which is an aspect we haven't really touched upon yet. A lot of this comic is meant to be that that gap. We're bridging that gap between 
where the Batman world changes. When is it Batman taking down mobsters and people that have corrupted the city? And when does it switch over to Batman punching people dressed in dressed in like Mad Hatter costumes in the face? You know, like when when is that crossover? This is it. This is when it all changes. This is where the mobsters start dealing with these supervillains like Scarecrow and Mad Hatter. And because basically they, they can no longer ignore them. Yeah, yeah. They because they're so big. big. Yeah, yeah. So I love how we bridge that gap there. It's it's really brilliant. Well, so we, we, then, need, we need to talk about just the court sequence in general. Um, the court sequence is fucking brilliant. So the court sequence is played side by side with the birthday party, yes. Carmine. Now we start. We start with you know your standard pat down of Maroni. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, what's the matter, Jimmy? Don't you trust me? Um, yep. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. Out it's it's no. Sal Maroni. <laughs> great um we get this great little like bruce wayne inner monologue saying that like harvey Dent has waited for this day his whole life and all that um because yeah it's it's dead finally taking down one of the major crime bosses in gotham and uh this is this is that moment it's really great so we bring in this big ass birthday cake for carmine in, in carmine's full home. of like a bunch um, of candles everyone's smiling um and you have uh, and you have Maroni just spilling his guts. Um, yep. So Maroni lets everything out. He starts coughing on the stand and uh, says that he has an ulcer. Uh, and it's and it's obviously after, just... and it's after it's it's after Dent asks he basically his what's his final question? Didn't you commit all these murders under the direct orders of Carmine the Roman Falcone? And uh, I wish he he it's um he he doesn't like directly deny it or anything, but he just uh, starts co- he just goes into a coughing. He thing. starts coughing. Ulcer. He pulls out this acid that fucking the sniveling little cunt Vernon gave him, and uh, throws this uh, th- throws it in Harvey's face. And we, I, oh god, I adore the panel. I adore the panel so much. You, 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 it's, either have... it's, it's this it's this beautiful stark white background. Um, mm-hmm. you see the liquid going, it's, it's got this perfect notion. You see Harvey's face, it's like, what the fuck just happened? What the fuck is happening? And right yep. underneath it, stark black background, with Carmine the Roman Falcone blowing out his birthday candles. Fucking so good. It is, so good. it is, it is, and you, and you just... This comic doesn't do the gore of 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 a man's burning his face off with acid, but, but we get the feel. Sort of, well, yeah, because I mean, like I said, like Bruce's inner monologue is here throughout the, the court scene. It ends with him saying, "I will never forget the sound of his screaming." Like ah, that that does so much more than even just, than even showing Harvey screaming in pain. You know, like just saying that alone is so so good. Um, so Harvey gets rushed to the hospital. Uh, we get this great little fake out where the doctor comes out. Harvey comes. The doctor comes out of Harvey's room and and he's like, "Your husband is gone." <laughs> and Gilda freaks out. He's like, no, "No, no, 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 he's gone. Like, like he escaped." <laughs> it's a great moment. He escaped. Uh, the doctor says, "Who then falls over with his scalpel in his back?" Um, so you also have Gilda at this point just drawn white. She is. Oh yeah. She has lost all the color. Yep. 
so we and then we get to end the end, end this issue. We get probably the most fitting death for this issue, which is uh, the death of Carla Vitti, uh, the Roman sister, and, and, and which, she's in the coroner's office yep. looking at the filing cabinet marked holiday. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's, it's implied she's looking at her brother's file. Um, or yeah, husband. No, no, no nephews. Nephews. I oh, remember, I guess I, I don't remember Wait. all the family the family trees. Hang on, I think there's is it one at the back at the back of the book. No, her sons. It's her son. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, DC Comics, for publishing a family tree at the back <laughs> of the book. <laughs> that's uh, so good. It's, it's, this, there's, there's a bunch of moving pieces, and a lot of the victims, bar one or two, aren't as important. Like, yeah. They yeah. don't get as much um, development. Which I, 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 do, I do love that page with the family tree, though, because it's. Uh, because it's Harvey Gordon and, and Batman all around that big uh, big page in the, uh, on, on the wall. It's great. Yeah. Well, so we it's move also, on. I think to... it's, it's also it also appears in this issue in in the courtroom scene. Does it? Yeah, yeah. The two page spread of the courtroom scene. Mm-hmm. Look what's right behind Harvey. Oh shit! I had never noticed that. Yeah. Huh. Damn, okay. So, all right. Well, I guess that leads us now into um, into the second to last chapter, chapter 12, Labor Day. Opens on one of my favorite scenes in the book, which is uh, Harvey after he escapes the the hospital. He's down in the sewers, and he, he comes across Solomon Grundy, and he sort of fills in the rest of the nursery rhyme for, for Grundy. And it's, it's just a great little scene. I like it a lot. Um, and it's, and it's, it's, it's this, it's, 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 it's also this reflection on, you know, there's the idea of what can a man live two lives? Yeah, yeah. It's, and you basically yeah. have the final the final rooftop scene where Gordon gets it. Yeah, dentist yeah. holiday. Yep. Oh, he gets God, it hurts. Because it's like, it hurts. Batman, you knew this shit. It's like no, no, is like, like, because like Batman like still believes that it, that it's not Harvey, even though like all the evidence, literally all of it, points to Harvey, um, and Batman just refuses to believe it. It's brilliant. It's so so good. Um, and again, and again, like one of the things that you had pointed out to me when when you first started reading it was that you had said that you had never like having only seen like Batman films and things like that, you had never seen like this much of a detective in Batman. Um, yeah, no, it's like you don't you don't get that nice and and I I just love mysteries. I love a detective story. Like, give me some suspects. Let me try to work out who's done it. Yeah, um, and so the fact that like even despite all this evidence against Harvey, like Batman still knows that like there's no way Harvey is Holiday. I, I think it's brilliant. It's really, it's, really it, it makes way too much. It makes it makes way too much easy sense. Yeah. Um, yep. It's, it's it, it can't be that. Man. Yeah. So what is it? So we get that. Uh, oh, this, actually, and this is the issue where we actually get the title drop. 
We do, yes, because Batman visits Falcone, and Falcone says that uh, that his men have been calling this the Long Halloween because that's when it all all began. That's when holiday and we're, first we're showed right up. Right back to the blues of of everything is t- tinted blue. Yep. Um, oh, I love it. Oh, it's so so good, so good. Um, so then uh, we we get another scene between uh Batman and Catwoman, and uh, we we sort of interrogate Catwoman one more time into like why she's so interested in Falcone. We don't really get an answer to that in this, but since you watched the animated film, you do have the answer to that now, even though it it, it was revealed in a later comic. So but, I mean I actually don't I, I don't mind that we didn't get the answer to it here because it's like um yeah, my brain yeah, like went to she, it's part of the thing my brain went to she knows it's Bruce and she just has an invested interest in what the hell's going on. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. So you didn't actually like think it actually had anything to do with Falcone? No. Ooh. Okay. But all right. Well, that, that would have been interesting to. I mean, I'll, st- I'll still probably have you read the comic eventually, anyway, because it's a it's a damn good comic. Um, yeah. Well, and if, if 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 you, I, I'm very much if if your story if your story relies on not knowing the twist going in to be a good story, you probably don't have a good twist. Um, yeah. Because there's you. It's it's why it's why the ending of Game of Thrones doesn't work because it's like let's mm-hmm. let's throw the carefully crafted crafted plotting out the window for a surprise for a cheap surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's at this point that we should just straight up say that like Gilda is one of the holiday killers. Yeah, one of the holiday killers. Like, like, like we we should mention that now because I want to talk about how you don't see it coming in the comic. Like you, like you, you cannot possibly predict it coming in the comic. I don't think, at least. Um, you, I, I certainly didn't. I, yeah, I, like, like if, I got the identity. Of, I got the identity of the other one. I, I will like. I was like, "Yep, we're doing this," but mm-hmm. I thought it was a full fake death and just kept doing the killings. Yeah, but um, and it's one of those great twists where like you really don't see the twist coming with Gilda, but it makes so much sense when it does come. Yeah, but I I do want to briefly mention the animated film again because this pisses me off because they characterize Gilda in the film so antagonistically through the entire time, and you could totally well, they also see her changed. Being... They also changed her motivations a lot in the uh, animated yeah, film. Yeah, which but I, it makes that's, it so. That's but it makes one but, thing that I'm like you know. Yeah, but it makes it so obvious that she's that she's one of the holiday killers. Um, it, it just I don't know, it pisses me off. Like you, like I'm looking at this right now. I opened up the comic because it made me want to again. But I'm looking at the scene where Batman talks to Gilda in issue twelve, and she's drawn so innocently, and like there's no way you could possibly predict that she is holiday. Well, yeah. and, 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 and I mean, even even though she is holiday, it, it is still genuine emotion of just like, find yeah, like, like my husband. Yeah. yeah. Find uh, find him. Find my Harvey. The line. It's really. also it's, it's also very right. telling that when it's revealed, the only per- people who know is the reader. Yeah, it's not yeah. revealed to 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 Batman. Um, nope, it's not real to. And, and to as far Jim. and as far as the comic is concerned, Batman never finds out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So and it's uh, and it's 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 this it's this brilliant scapegoat because you have. Harvey, so so you basically have Harvey taking the fall, um, mm-hmm. and of course the final panel of the comic is that is it's 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 very like it's 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 it's, it's we're back almost to that ye- we're back to that yellow shading, um, mm-hmm. but we're, we're we are getting ahead of ourselves. 
we should yeah we should pull ourselves in for a second we'll get there we'll get there i just wanted to bring that up because i was, I was looking at that page and i was like oh, like like there's no way even this late in the game that reading the comic you you could know that it's gilda but whatever yeah anyway and then you have uh, one final scene with calendar man yep well we do. one uh, penultimate scene with calendar man he has one more scene later on but that that scene doesn't matter as much um uh, other than being a decent a decent sort of final ending yeah um, so then Gordon decides that it's time to uh, transfer Sal and, uh, you know, so, uh, to a place where like, you know, no one can find him and Holiday can't get to him because obviously Moroni is totally going to be Holiday's next victim. Uh, considering what he did. Considering ends. Well, yeah. Like, cause everyone is convinced at that point that it's, that's Harvey. And of course, cause what Moroni did to Harvey and Harvey escaped the hospital. He's getting after Moroni now. It's, uh, so, so they're transferring Moroni. They're taking him through the sewers, uh, to a safe location. And then Moroni is killed. He is shot by Holiday. We get that uh, that brilliant black and white uh, six panels that we've been getting, getting the whole time of the death of Sal Moroni. And the final page of issue 12 is Well, no, Alberto the death of Sal Moroni is actually in color. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, like, the death is there, but then, like, we get the six panels after that where it yeah, shows then... the, what the Holiday killer is doing. And, the, and then you see the final very, very much shadow page with that. Again, Tiny little pop of color. Yep. yep. Purple and, uh, glass. Alberto Falcone. Of Alberto, Alberto Falcone, Falcone. Aiming a gun at Jim Gordon, which brings us to the final issue of The Long Halloween, Chapter 13, Punishment. Punishment. What a fucking which issue. I love, I love, I love the cover that's reprinted here. I'm guessing it's the cover. Oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the original with the rotted pumpkin there. Yeah. So, so good. So, Alberto Falcone is holiday. Uh, but I mean, well, I guess, as we're told in that moment, Alberto Falcone is holiday, and uh, we find out that that man was disguised as one of the guards that was. I punched the, the air because I was right. I called <laughs> it, but not entirely. So, uh, so entirely. we apprehend. Not entirely, but we'll get there. So the holiday killer is apprehended, and uh, Fal- uh, Alberto Falcone is, is locked up. We get this really great scene where uh, where Carmine goes to visit him. And uh, and there again, like we talked about, like the care that Falcone has for his son earlier, and there we see that care again here. But Alberto is not willing to accept it now because of how Carmine treated Do him. You even before. know when my birthday is? Yeah, you know? it was just such a fitting line, you know, for holiday to have I'll in the end. Yeah, it falls on a holiday. Is it Christmas, New Year's, Father's Day? So and good. it's of course. Valentine's Day. So, so good. I love it. Um, I love the, I love the last, uh, one of the last panels of that. Um, I guess not one of the last. There's still like a whole page after it. But I love that panel where like, uh, where Carmine just says like, I can get you out of here. Just plead guilty. Um, It'll be fine. I can fix it. You know, and like Alberto's just not willing to accept it. He's like, no, fuck you. You've, you've been a horrible father. Why should I accept your your help now? And, uh, so uh, Carmine leaves alone. Carmine goes back. We land on Halloween again, uh, bringing our story full circle, of course. And what next? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. So, uh, so Gordon, and, uh, Gordon and Barbara then go to console Gilda in these trying times because, you know, uh, her husband isn't actually the holiday killer and, and Harvey is still missing. So we go to find Harvey. Harvey is uh, uh, Harvey has broken all of these uh, all these Batman rogues out of Arkham Asylum. 
all except for except Calendar, Calendar Man. Man. Which is it's just a really great twist of fate. I love it. Because <laughs> uh, he's, he's flipping the coin. He's fully become Two-Faced by now. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's like using the coin to decide like who he lets out and who he doesn't. And the fact that Calendar Man is the only one that the odds don't favor in letting out the uh, letting out the rogues, I love that. I think it's so fucking good. I, it, this he Calendar Man's a villain and a serial killer, but you just feel so bad. It's like <laughs> let him out. Yeah. <laughs> so he's um, had more yeah, to so do in this story than the penguin. Yep. So, uh, so, so we go to uh, the Romans' penthouse then, where uh, all of Carmine's guards are 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 hit with laughing gas from the Joker. Uh, we get this beautiful spread, like my favorite panel, one of my favorite panels in the comic, uh, of just all these Batman rogues that have been involved in the story, except for Penguin. But you know, he's just kind of there. Um, what, why are you, I don't know why is he here? Were they like intending to have him in the story somewhere? Well, the, I mean, the idea is well, Penguin is always one of Batman's earliest villains, so like he's he's definitely been there, saying so, he's at least involved with the rest of the Rogues. He's but just not in not. this story. Yeah, which is weird. They found like reasons for the, the the strangest of villains to be involved. You know, like Mad Hatter didn't technically need to be here. You know, <laughs> um, no, like he's 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 a, he's a character I had never really heard of. Um, yeah, like all all the others, like except. I even had heard heard of Grundy from the, the Arkham games. Um, yeah, yeah, because he's like I remember that one level in City. But then, uh, oh yeah, then we get uh, then Harvey finally confronts uh, Carmine as as Two Face, and um, I fucking love that page where you where you first see like Two Face in 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 full. Like it just looks gorgeous. I love the way the scarring tissue is is, is drawn, Ooh, and it's and it's it's the perfect parallel to the worm infested pumpkin of the cover. Yep. Oh, so good. So, so good. So, um, uh, uh, Two-Face with the same gun that, of course, the Holiday Killer was using, um, which I guess technically does make Harvey a holiday, one of the Holiday Killers in the end, which is great. This is a great sort of twist of fate that he technically did become one of the Holidays in the end. So, uh, so Batman and Catwoman come in. They, uh, they fight off all the, all the rogues here. And Two-Face, in the end, gives Carmine one last chance by flipping his coin, and it uh, ends up bad heads. So Two-Face just shoots Carmine. Carmine, the Roman Falcone, is is finally dead. I always lo- I love the repetition in this book. We haven't mentioned that, actually. The repetition of Batman's inner monologue, where he's constantly like reintroducing characters like, you know, Carmine, Fal- Carmine the Roman Falcone, Gotham's untouchable crime lord. Um, things like that, like characters that he's continually reintroducing, and when something about it, their character changes, it's, 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 it's very film noir. It's this very film yeah. noir, and it also it works just because this was, you know, this was originally published monthly. Um, yeah, yeah. So if someone was picking up, um, like even in the nineties, picking up just a random issue, you would mm-hmm. still, you would still get a decent idea, and then yeah, you actually have what I think is the saddest, one of the saddest scenes. Is the death of Sophia? Was, yeah, yeah, that hurts. Cause like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sophia's like, I mean, we already mentioned that, like all the Falcone family members are, are great characters, but I really do like Sophia, and uh, she fights and with Catwoman. And, and and Harvey doesn't want to kill Sophia. He, yeah, no, he, he wants Carmine to having, go down. Yeah, and Carmine's already down. Uh, so Catwoman fights with Sophia. Sophia falls out of the Catwoman penthouse. Catwoman tries to save her. Catwoman yeah. doesn't fight with her. She's the one who's trying to stop her from 
you know, flying out, out of the window. Because, yeah, I, I will maintain throughout this, Catwoman's not a villain. No, she, no, that, that's that's never really been the case. I mean, other than like the really early Bob Kane stuff, you know, like it's she's never really been a villain. Well, Batman Returns, the, the movie. No, no, rewatch, rewatch it, man. That, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is not really a villain. And she's a, like a villain, but like not like I need. Not, like, I, the, I do need to rewatch those two those two movies. Not um, not the same way that, that Dana Vito is, is is a villain, you know. Yeah. But whatever. Um, actually, on, on that, I've, I've been reading Batman eighty nine, and they brought back Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, and uh, that's great. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So Sophia dies. Uh, we we get Harvey. Uh, Harvey. Fucking kills Vernon, the little sniveling cunt, which makes me so happy. Another, another of us cheering because <laughs> because God, I hate that guy. <laughs> um, oh, I also like that. Um, that in him killing Vernon, he continues the holiday trend of leaving a little souvenir in the gun with the victim, the gun and the coin. Yeah, yeah, and then. Harvey's job is done. You know, he's two faced. He's a villain now, definitely. But and we and we have our final rooftop scene, perfectly paralleling how the story began. Yeah, um, I especially love the one shot with the three of them standing almost in like a semicircle. Uh, that like that is just straight up the the panel from issue one of them all standing on the rooftop looking at each other. And uh, two faced is there. Two faced makes some great points even i would say um culminating well, in he also never in, stops being harvey dent he denies being harvey dent but he never actually stops yeah because he yep. turns himself in yeah he turns himself in um uh jim arrests him and then he points out as his final line in the comic uh that they don't know there were two holiday killers and uh this culminates in, in them taking two face away we uh we leave Batman. Batman does the the disappearing act on on Jim, of course. Gordon and, goes and back. And Batman, Batman is the one who suggests that that last those last two killings were holiday killings. That is what he meant. Yeah, and yep. that, yeah. That explanation, I didn't thought like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, yeah, and it's, you it's a great question of was uh, it worth it? Um, I think, yeah, I think it's have brilliant. One, one final nice spread with with one final nice page with Jim and Barbara. Being... Now, does your version have have the extra page where Calendar Man and Holiday meet? Because that was uh, cut from the has a, that was cut it, from the it original has a page where they're they're across the cells from each other. Yeah. And, that okay. Cool. So uh, that's Groundhog Day, Ash Wednesday, Secretary yeah, Day, Earth Day, okay, Flag cool. Day. Because that was that, cut from the original. Yeah, that was cut from the original version, and that uh, was actually added in later editions. So interesting. Just interesting. another. Just I, I just just another. I, not, I not imagine it was like. Uh, I, I imagine. Yeah, not like a, a runtime thing. Like only had. Yeah, yeah, pages. like not enough, not enough pages to print. They went, they went over. So, things like that. So we, they had to cut so, something, and this is obviously what would. Yep. What so we get one cut. final shot of. We get one final shot of Two Face in Arkham, uh, thinking of Gilda, and then we get it. We get the final couple pages of Gilda explaining how it was all done and, and burning all the evidence of, of that she was ever involved in the holiday killings. So I love this, that, that she is the one that kicked off the holiday killings even. Um, 
she's the one that did did them up to up to Christmas after Christmas, and uh, and then New Year's was when Alberto really took over and faked his own death. So I think that's really great, and in her mind, she justifies that as Harvey taking over. That 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 like that her whole motivation for starting the holiday killings in the first place is that. Harvey is constantly talking about how he's, he, he doesn't have time for her because he's so caught up with work. Well, she's going to make his work easier for him and get rid of the people that he's constantly struggling against. And that's what uh, results in the first couple of deaths. And when Harvey catches on to it, in her mind, he took over the holiday killings and started killing Alberto Falcone and all the deaths from that point on. And uh, that's how she justifies it. And as you were already mentioning, we, uh, the final pages gilda say uh, uh again paralleling the first page of the entire comic uh, it's her saying i believe in harvey Dent," and, and it's, God, it's this beautiful so many parallels so many recurring themes uh just just a really beautiful story yeah um, just oh of, of you know let's and it's a good exploration just of of Batman as a character and Harvey Dent as a character. And yeah. you know, just yeah. all all of all of these all of these like just, just sort of these ideas that kind of weave nicely in and out. Um until you get obviously you know the reveal of because because it keeps you guessing. It really does. does. Yeah. Guessing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I if think you're still should. here and, and you haven't read this, and even though you ignored our spoiler warning, <laughs> go still, go read it. Still, still go still read, read it. it. Um, yeah. Our discussion isn't going to necessarily cover everything, um, mm-hmm. and what this story is, does, and means. Because it, yeah. it it does have a meaning. Yeah, um, I think we should uh, we should briefly talk. I mean, we sort of talked about them uh, briefly, but uh, we mentioned uh, the, the long Halloween film adaptations. Uh, yes. First off, the two two animated films that were done very recently, um, and they're not bad. They they have they're not bad. Flaws. They're not bad. They're, they're better than some of the some of the latest DC book adaptations. Um, the art styles. The art styles. The art styles. It has a it has a really solid voice cast. I actually surprisingly really like Jensen Ackles as Batman. He was really yeah, good. Yeah, no, like neither of us. I don't think either of us were expecting that. And he gave yeah, a Ackles, really good performance. There, there was one thing. I remember there was one line where I was only able to hear him his Jason Todd performance, but that was one one line, and I forget what it was though. But it, it was like one point where I was like, "That's that's not Batman at that point." But it was like one line. Um, I love and and I, I'm not even mad that they, they they essentially cut out what was my favorite issue. I'm not even mad about that. Like, mm-hmm. it's an adaptation. What I am mad about, I am mad about is that they cut most of the Harvey and Gordon going after Bruce. Yes, that and the motivations. I don't. Uh, they they added an unborn child motivation for Gilda. Yeah, <laughs> Gilda had like a thing with Alberto and. And then, like they, they like straight up like like they kill kill Alberto. Like he gets shot on the yacht yeah, like, and, uh, and and falls into the dead dead turbines. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, which I mean it's... that I guess that is the implication 
sort of of like of it, but they also say like they found bits and pieces. Like I'm like, what? I'm sorry. No. And since no. uh since the film adaptation spoils the Catwoman's motivation, uh, I do like the little moments they throw in between, like her and Alberto and her and Sophia. Like it's it's her like talking to her, to her siblings. It's 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 cool. It's I, I like what they it's, do with that. It's it's a good thing. Um, obviously, I didn't see it coming because I, I I didn't know it. I was like, this is an interesting thing that they're adding. Um, not necessarily. Um, I liked how some of the designs changed. A, a little bit, um, just because yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of the character designs, they're they're very good designs, but in animation, they wouldn't work as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, though I will one thing that one thing that the animation did great. I fucking loved the scarecrow sequence when he first hits Batman with a fear toxin. Oh yeah, it was it was oh, really that good. Looked, that looked gorgeous, looked so good. Also, the guy Troy that B played Troy, Troy Baker as Joker, I will always love. I always love Troy Baker as Joker. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, it, um, I, I'll also say, um, I I also really like the score. Um, and then yeah, uh, the guy that played the, then the guy that played Calendar Man. It's just yes, um, this uh, this how, perfectly it's David. How, however, you pronounce his last name, I, I have no clue. Um, who's in like every nerdy thing recently it's great <laughs> and actually and actually a while back too uh he, he he's been doing it for a long time <laughs> but yeah he's great really really great and it, it's it's this great airy performance that you there are these perfect pauses and they keep sort of the off-puttingness um of it and it's it's overall it's a good adaptation i'd i'd recommend reading the comic first still um yeah so you, so you, you can get it um but yeah yeah the, uh, is that um moving away from that i did want to mention and make fun of you for uh yes i knew this was coming for the, fact, for the fact that you watched the dark knight for the first time last night having, i did having, having already seen batman begins and the batman dark begins and the dark knight rises <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, it just sort of happened that way. <laughs> well, um, while we're here, what'd you think of the film? <laughs> um, good, good. Um, I, you can you can definitely see the influence of the Long Halloween. Um, yeah, definitely. It definitely. If for nothing else, if for for Harvey's character in its entirety. You know? For Harvey's character, uh, some of the scenes actually with the Joker are very Long Halloween, and and some of the scenes with. Eric Roberts as Sal Maroney. Yeah, Eric Roberts as Sal Maroney. Just want to say that again. <laughs> Eric Roberts. Eric, I always dress for the occasion. Roberts <laughs> as Sal Maroney. Which is really only funny to the Doctor Who people watching this. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, uh, my, I think my biggest criticism of the film is something in Nolan's directing style where he likes to do these rotating shots. And it's, it's just an, it's, it's a Nolan problem. It's, it's that it happens on all of his films. But like, it was like, okay, Chris, static shot, please. This, this is, we do not need to be rotating all the time. <laughs> It's you fun. are making me seasick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, a lot of great casting decisions in the in the Nolan trilogy. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's. Uh, uh, I, I, I also Leather is that's still marked. Yeah, wait, 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 stop! Wait, stop! You cut out a bit. Try again. Uh, Heath Ledger is not my favorite Joker. Um, it, my my favorite Joker is still Hamill, followed closely yeah. by Jack Nicholson. He's not my favorite either. Um, not even my favorite live action Joker. I'm a Nicholson guy myself. So. Yeah, no, Nicholson, Nicholson's Nicholson's just just. I, I think part of it is because they don't really play into the fact that the Joker in the Dark Knight is a clown. Like, I mean, I mean, here's the like, like, I, I get that, and I've heard that a lot, but like, I, I think. I think it's important to remember that, like, the Joker can be just straight-up scary and, like, doesn't have to be funny. Yeah, but also, just... I would also argue that Ledger does have some funny moments. Well, there are some funny moments, but it's... It's never like Nick Nicholson in live-action, where you get something like, You are my number one. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, I love the bit where, um, where, where like, what is it? The one mob boss says to Joker, "He's like, what? You think you kill all my guys and walk away?" Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, like, it's fun. I, I really do like it. There are some fun moments, but yeah. but for the most part, yeah, he's, it's a scary portrayal. But we will definitely be getting into some scary jokers eventually. I think as we continue to go through these comics. Yes. Um, yeah, so there, there, there's some fun stuff to, to do in there. Well, maybe not I have fun. a feeling we're going to do Death of the Family at some point. You most definitely are. <laughs> most definitely. But, I don't uh, know the context of that, but I have seen some images of the face. And we, it's like, we, will get there. we will get there. We will get there. But I think that about covers it. I think... Wow, this ended up being way longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, these are going to be decently long. Yeah, especially considering how much there is to talk about in our next comic. So if you wanted to to read along with us, um, the next comic that we'll be covering will be Batman: The Killing Joke, which I like. I don't know. I guess in my mind, like everyone's read The Killing Joke. So like, we're like when you were telling me that you wanted to get into more comics, I was like, okay. So what have you read so far? And you were like, oh, Sandman, Watchmen, Invincible, and I was like, but Killing Joke, right? Like, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no killing joke and so so we're doing killing joke next time uh should be fun we are if and also if you want to get the specific version we'll be covering because we will be doing the the extra stories included on it we'll be doing the deluxe edition new the edition. one the, yeah the one it was published in 2019 yeah is, uh, that's, that's is, the new version of it. so yeah. so really it's if you have the regular deluxe edition you're only missing like an extra three page story it's not going to be much that we'll actually be like delving into but as long as you have like a deluxe edition you should be fine but uh, yeah, that's what we'll be covering next. And I and and for those excited. and for those and for those following along, the fun part about this is I don't necessarily know what we're covering next until it's true. Uh, it's true. Yeah. yeah, I told you this one ahead of time because you wanted to make sure that you had the book ahead of time. But I think from now on, you want to know what I, they I are know on... when we get here. That'll be when, fun. When... That'll be really really fun. So yeah, but like I said, uh, yeah, our first couple episodes will be mostly Batman oriented. Gonna. From throwing into some early Batman stories, which should be fun. Uh, we, were, I think we are gonna. There, there is one modern Batman story in these early episodes that I want to cover, which, uh, which should be an interesting conversation. Uh, the... Yeah, I think that's about it. So, yes. 
Wow. So uh, thank you all so much for watching. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, this is a really fun experiment, I, I, and I, I look forward to continuing it. Yes, um, yes. I'm very excited to see where we go from here. Um, indeed. Hopefully next time we can get like a written out, out intro and outro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing going into the intro. <laughs> so I'll, I'll write something out, and, and I'll be more prepared next time, hopefully. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, please, yeah, please. If you agree with us, disagree with us, get a conversation going in the comic comments because those yeah, are always fun. We'll both be monitoring the comments, so uh, yeah, be, be sure to let us know what you think. Uh, whatever, like you have to like add to what we said or or disagree with something that we said. And whatever. If you, and if you have ideas for things that we could cover on the show, um, absolutely, yes, put them and down there. Uh, we don't know when we get to them necessarily because I know Zoe has a plan, but also plans can change. Um, that's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, there's always potential for uh, for things to get thrown in there that I wasn't anticipating before. But for the most part, I have like the first like the first like ten episodes are definite. Like there's no way I'm changing the first ten episodes. So, so that'll be it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, this was fun. I guess until next time, whatever this outro is, uh, I, I've I've been Joey Morgan, I think. And I've and... I've definitely been Jacob Licklider. Yeah, wow, you're more sure of that than I was. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for watching. So, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>